Welcome to our podcast. So what do you think? The podcast where we chat about the Bible from Genesis to Revelation with friends, family, and loved ones. We laugh. This is the laver where they wash up. Then when you wash, wash up. <laughs> I'm from Missouri, so y'all leave me alone. She's from Missouri. She really means wash. I'm learning more and more how little I know. <laughs> they know I entered the ark. And they knew nothing. I can't do this. We do impressions. Hello. <laughs> I love the tomatoes. <laughs> Hi, this is Chang's Chinese restaurant. We get a little silly. Jericho, Joshua fit the battle of Jericho, and the walls came tumbling down. I feel, I have a hard time with condom, condiment, con... <laughs> Not condiments, she loves ketchup and mayonnaise. So, in genius... Geniuses. That's our southern accent coming in there, folks. A little serious. My spirit, Bubba, what if I give you what you deserve? And a lot grateful. When you feel that, you know, where is God? Well, well that's him. That's him showing his love. Yes, he's got he's got all these people loving on you. Oh, you know, yeah. and like As we ask and answer questions about the Bible, faith, God, and everything in between. Welcome to So What Do You Think? Take a load off, get comfy, and stay a while. Hello, this is Missy. Hey, guys, welcome to the show. I have with me my brother, Robert. Hello. Hey, Robert. Hello, hello. <laughs> How you That's, doing? Feels three stooges start out. Hello, hello, hello. Mm-hmm. Hello. Well, uh, <clears throat> I tried to narrow down some things with Robert, but that's hard. So I'm just going to let him go. So I don't what? know where this is going, but, have, but, I, but I know it's going to be about God and it'll be good. Be about Jesus. Jesus Christ. Yeah, what, I, I, I wanted to talk about discernment, but I didn't know if I could nail you down on that. <laughs> I just can discern that we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's talk about it. What? What's? Um, how, what, how do you want to approach the subject? Discernment as in? Well, discern, spiritual discernment versus like intuition. Oh, um, good point. Talk about that. So tell me what discernment is. Well, I and, mean, dis- discernment is um, it, it, it's one of the gifts that God you know provides to His followers. And at any given time, I think anyone can have that gift of discernment when something happens in your life. And it is different from intuition because intuition is, hey, look, there's a truck headed at me. Don't stand in front of it. That's also fear and good sense, you know, good common sense. That's not intuition. Intuition is a gut feeling something's going to happen, and then you figure out you're right. You know, my intuition told me you were going to say that. <laughs> was it intuition or discernment? No, no, no. It was intuition because there's no way discernment could tell me that. Okay. Because in um, discernment in, the, in the, the scriptural terms actually has to do with the Spirit telling you something. Mm-hmm. So, Can every Christian have discernment all the time, or is there a gift? Just the way you ask that question, or is it a gift? They actually, both. I mean, I know it's, it's a gift. Wait, yeah, that's yeah, it's a gift either way, but it's discernment really uh, is about God telling us something. Now, someone who has the gift of discernment uh, can, um, you know, it's when God leads them to uh, a, a situation mm-hmm. where He's wanting to. I, I, I got to say, I, I'm, I'm hesitant here because it's one of those things that you don't really want, you don't usually talk about. But I have the gift of discernment, 
And what God does when he, when I, when that gift is exercised is he tells me things that I completely do not understand. He tells me something about someone I'm standing there talking to. It happens almost every week. And in fact, it probably happened twice this week. Um, and it was just a, one of those things where I just felt that small voice in me saying, this is what's going on really, no matter what they're saying. And this is what I want you to do. And one of them had to do with a person that, um, has just, you know, been through a horrific time and they were saying things like, I'm okay. This is a da da da. But God said, pray for this person because they're hurting. And that's what I did right there in the middle of their office. And it was just one of those things that I, I was just overwhelmed with the idea of this is more than what is being said. And, and that basically is the gift of discernment because there's no way I could know what was the truth and what was, what was a, not a fabrication, yeah. but a cover up, so to speak. I, you know, when someone asks you, Hey, how are you doing? I'm okay. Yeah. I'm doing good. <laughs> and it wasn't even the way she said it. Like I say, it was just, uh, it was just one of those things that I just knew. Uh, and that's the gift of discernment because there's no way I can know. And the purpose of discernment is to bring you closer to God or to always help his will, whatever his will might be for, for that situation. All of the gifts are for two reasons. One, to bring us closer to him. And in doing so, it's to it, our gifts are exercised to uh, lift up others. If well, the gift I, is for anything else, including money, it's, it's not a gift. I probably shared this on the show before, but um, I was in a really bad relationship and uh, just was really struggling. And mm-hmm. I was at church with mom at Mount Perrin, mm-hmm. and the lady came up to me and said, this will be over soon. I said, I knew exactly. I was like, thank you, Lord. Um, and she just walked away. She didn't say anything else. Yeah. And um, it gave me hope. And, that, and, and, some and forms, it did happen. In some it forms, that is, a, that is a gift of discernment, but that sounds more like a uh, prophetic, oh. a teaching uh, thing more than it was it's a discernment. She didn't know you. Right. Nope. Uh, and God may have, from Adam. God may have. Uh, it's. Uh, I think the gift of a discernment is when you look at a situation, no matter what that situation is, or you're talking to someone, and all of a sudden you know that something is different. And it's some maybe this person that I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've known for a long time. Um, yeah. And it was one of those things that I should have. There's no reason for me to. And I did, it's not that I didn't believe what she was telling me. It's just that I felt the Holy Spirit say, she needs more. She needs more mm-hmm. of me, not more of you, <laughs> so to speak. Right. And right. yes, that, that what the lady did for you was, was somewhat discernment. God said, go tell her this. And mm-hmm. some forms, again, that's part of, part of prophecy. So how as believers do we listen to this voice that's mm-hmm. his? Um, that's a, and that's a really, 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 really good question. I'm glad I came up with it. Oh, see, look how you're a <laughs> genius. I know. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, are you going to get into it? Well, I probably am. <laughs> well, I sent I sent you and uh, Mom and Bubba uh, and JJ some scriptures the other day. It's been a couple yeah. of weeks ago, and I think that what we as believers have to uh, understand is how God communicates with us. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it starts out with who we are in him, but it really is about how does he speak to us? And on our end, how do we listen? 
um, because listening has um, has its own problems. But from his perspective, we looked at, uh, I sent you, the two scriptures I sent you were Genesis something. Do you remember? I don't. Genesis, mm-hmm. it's sort of somewhere in that two and three range. And everybody will know the scripture. I don't necessarily have to go specifically to the number. Uh, but it's, it's, you know, God has just taken and created uh, everything. And then mm-hmm. he creates man on that sixth day and mm-hmm. forms him out of mud. So if somebody right. says, you're mud, yeah, you really are. Uh, <clears throat> he forms him out of mud. Mm-hmm. And then what does he do? He just kind of steps back and he says, hey, kind of look at that. He's, uh, wait, there's something missing. And what did he do? God himself. And the word that is used in Genesis is the word breathe. Ah. And it has a really similar meaning to what we're going to talk about in a minute. And what he did was he said, I'm going to breathe myself into man. And that's mm-hmm. what he did. Mm-hmm. He said, I'm going to. And he took his breath, came into us, and life started. Mm-hmm. And then what happened? It's Eve's fault. Mm-hmm, I've Before heard. you could speak, I went ahead and just said that. <laughs> <laughs> Eve says, uh, well, let's, let's step back because what, what really happened was Adam said to Eve, listen, this is what God told me. Don't eat from that tree. Right. And Eve said, okay, that's what I'll do. And then serpent came along and said, hey, Eve, that's not really what he said. Right. And Eve did not hear the word from God. She heard it from Adam. So she said, well, you know what, I'm going to take a bite. Takes it back to Adam and says, hey, this is really good. You should try it. That's where the fall happens. So God creates us. God puts his spirit in us. And what mm-hmm. is it? That spirit is in, is, is a lot of things. Um, and it, one of them is a communication tool. He's able to communicate with Adam and Eve. Yeah. Uh, from basically the inside out because his spirit's living in them. When sin comes in because of Eve and Adam, Eve and Adam. <laughs> ba, 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 ba. Anyway, sorry. <clears throat> I digress. So all of a sudden there's a barrier put up. Because in disobedience, that barrier is put between us and God, right? So what happens? If they get thrown out of the garden. They get thrown out of the garden. Interestingly can, enough, though, they, they didn't get thrown out of the God. garden. Huh? It separates them from God. That's right. The, the barrier of sin separates God from us. Yeah. And interestingly enough, though, it's the, really the first sacrifice, too. Because if you read Genesis, what did God do? And it doesn't say that he did it this way, but he, he, it had to happen this way. He slay an animal and he put clothes on them. Because for the first time, they knew they were naked. So before he took them out of the garden, he said, here, put these, let's put these clothes on you. So he, it actually was blood that led, was able to get God to communicate with Adam and Eve as he led them out of the garden. Oh, Think about wow. it. Yeah. So... In Genesis, those first few chapters, he said, this is how I'm going to take care of it forever with my own son. So mm-hmm. it was even before this that the decision was made and said, God, I'm going to take, God says, I'm going to take care of this. So at this point, though, we're looking at the fact that the communication lines have been not severed. Mm-hmm. They've been distorted. Right. Sin has separated us from God. So we cannot and he cannot communicate. Now, he chose people through the Old Testament to do something I would say simple, but it's God. So it is simple to him, but not to us. He chose people. And as you read the scriptures throughout the Old Testament, you'll see God put his spirit upon, not in, upon someone. David, uh, Abraham, Moses, mm-hmm. Noah, you pick them. You know, he, he, God's, God took his spirit and put it on someone, not in them. Because mm-hmm. they still had the nature that was sin separating us from him. Right. 
By the way, what was the question again? We're talking about communication. Ah, there we discernment. go. That's right. So what ends up happening, of course, down through the scriptures is that Christ comes, dies on the cross, and rose again. After mm-hmm. he rose somewhere toward the end of John, somewhere in that 20-something chapter, Jesus does the exact same thing that God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit did in Genesis. And it even says it. And the word in Greek is basically the same word that was used in Genesis. And that is the word breathe. He looked at his disciples, his apostles, and he said, I'm giving you the Holy Spirit. This is the gift that I've been talking about and promising. And he breathed on them. It was a literal breath from Jesus to the disciples. And there's the communication again. There's the communication. All of a sudden, this is opened up, but it's not quite there yet. Right. Because what happens in the first part of Acts, and we're following through Scripture. This is, uh, you know, this, this physically happened historically mm-hmm. uh, at the time. But in the book of Acts, right in the first chapter, Jesus says, you know what? Got to go, guys. See ya. And he goes up off in a cloud and right. to sit at the right hand of the Father. Well, guess what? That was not a spiritual Jesus. That was a physical Jesus. So what he did in that moment is he broke the the um, the barrier, the veil that separated us from God, and mm-hmm. now that communication channel is open. So it's not just that we can speak to God, even though that's some of the scripture says that talks about it that way. It's that mm-hmm. God God can now communicate with us. Wow, Galatians what a great story. Galatians actually has the the idea of any. I, I think I've said it in this in this podcast before is. As Galatians talks about the, uh, it says, now that, now that you know God, or better yet, that God knows you. Wow, I got chills, Robert. From that sin barrier. I got to go. Okay, bye. <laughs> From that sin barrier, with it being broken, we now can communicate with God. And not only that, we, can, we change who we are by actually uh, reproducing who He is in us. Surrendering ourselves to Him. Because without it, that sin barrier is there. Now, that brings up all kinds of implications that I've had discussions in the past with people. Is can God communicate with people that don't know him? Well, can yes. he? Of course he can. He's God. He spoke to me when I didn't know him. And, and, go ahead. Well, I mean, if you're sitting in a church and you don't know Christ and you're pulling at your, that's the Holy Spirit pulling at you. Yes. Can, Convicting you, right? Yes, yes. Absolutely. So what's the difference between that? Because that's the very true the Holy Spirit drawing you to him mm-hmm. and redemption. Because we've had this discussion before, and you looked at me with that same look you got right now going, no, just shut up. Leave me alone. <laughs> Don't talk anymore. Quit talking. 42. 42 is the answer. Because um, the, the Holy Spirit draws us mm-hmm. to himself. We make that acceptance. And we, we say, God, I know that I'm a sinner. Thank you, Adam and Eve. And that I'm separated from you. So I want you to come live inside of me and change me. Mm-hmm. That's literal redemption. That's literally where we change from the inside out. We don't change from the outside in. There's so many people that believe that if you just change your behavior, you can get to heaven. And that is not true. If you change your behavior based on being who you are in Christ, that's redemption. Inside out. Not outside mm-hmm. in. Holy Spirit inside lives through us, redeems us, and changes us to His vision, to His, you know, the way He's, we, He He sees us, 
And think of it this way. You've, you've probably heard this before. When God the Father sees us, He doesn't see us. He sees His Son. Before His Son is between us and Him, it's sin. Mm. That's the only way He can see it. And it's not yeah. our sin specifically, even though that is true. It's our sin nature that stops us from knowing Him because of what happened with Adam and Eve. You know, that's not, that's not good. Wow. So, okay, we're done. You just gave the good news gospel. Well, it is good news, and it's but and it's one of the it's a decision that isn't shouldn't be taking taken lightly, mm-hmm. um, and it's one based on facts, not fiction. It's one that's based on faith, not fear. Fear runs away from God. Faith runs toward Him. Mm-hmm. Um, fear also can run toward God, but any kind of uh, gospel, any kind of uh, uh, witnessing that happens based on what we fear to drive us to God can change our outside behavior, but not necessarily our inside. Hmm. So, deep. What happens with the discernment is that God uses that relationship and that opening that he's got. And he says, he's, he's, he, you can read about the different gifts in, in, uh, in the Bible. Uh, Paul talks about them extensively. But the one of discernment is one that everybody can exercise at some point. At some point, you hear God say, don't do that, or do that, or this person needs this. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean you necessarily are, have the gift at all times. Um, so, Yeah. So I, what, where is that scripture about the gifts? Okay, okay. Well, I mean, there's, <laughs> you know, you got Galatians and Corinthians, so there you go. Romans. We'll search Wait, for him. Romans. It's in Romans. It's in Romans. No. Nope. Okay. Nope. It's in nope. Hebrews. Nope. It's not in uh, Hebrews. Nope. Wow. Not in Hebrews. Google it and we'll <clears throat> you'll find where that scripture is. Yeah, I can I've got uh, actually a thing in here so I can look it up while you're talking. Oh, I gotta talk. Well, I mean that is one of the things you do. Um, so you know I'm on Twitter and uh this is gonna be off subject a little bit, but um sometimes people will say something and uh, I have to say something back. It's all no. nice. It's Christians. And the guy said something about um, why don't, why doesn't, why do Christians not follow the Sabbath? Um, God commands us to. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, don't we get into works when we start trying to follow all the laws? And he came back with something else, and I just said, "You might, you may be right," which I knew he was wrong. I said, "You might." I said, "You're not listening." I said, "You might be right." Uh, I still have a lot to learn, and that was the end of it. But a lot of other people chimed in and said, "Yeah, I think we get into works when we do that." But um, I would love to do a podcast on works versus. Um, I lost my thought. Works versus faith. Yes. Um, because well, works should we follow the Sabbath? That's what this guy was saying, you know. Do you really want to get into that? Because the answer is, you ready? Oh, wait, that's enough of that. So, the answer is following the Sabbath is 42? Physically, well, following the day, no. But there's a whole teaching in Scripture, and I can look it up too right after I tell you what this uh, gifts chapter is. Um, 
there's a whole teaching in, and I think it's in Hebrews, but I'll look it up, uh, that teaches that the Sabbath was actually made for man. So what the Sabbath is, is it's a day of rest. And what Jesus calls us to, what the, what the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit call us to is perpetual rest. So to answer your question, because we abide in Christ, the answer is yes, we're supposed to follow the Sabbath, but we do it all the time, every day, 24-7. Because he saved us and we can rest in his... That's exactly uh, right. Kind of our redemption or his perfection, I don't know. Yes, perfection is a perfect word because perfection in Scripture actually means completeness. It means to be perfect in him, but complete in his work. So when he died on the cross, there was nothing else to do when he rose from the dead. Okay. That was it. Good. Scripture was complete. Sabbath was, is, is, we actually continue the Sabbath because it's a continual thing. He, the teaching in Scripture is that the rest isn't about stopping on a certain day and not picking up your mat after you've been healed by Jesus. Right. It's about a perpetual rest in Christ himself because he died on the cross for us and took care of our sin. See, that's why you sit on that side and I sit on this side. I knew I was right, but I didn't know why. You were always right. <laughs> That was recorded, by the way. But I could not explain. Oh, it is. But I could I could not explain why I was right. Exactly. Yeah, and it's a it's a hard, hard uh, it's an easy thing to understand if you know Christ. It's a almost impossible thing to understand if you don't, because you can't under it's, people can't understand what do you mean Sabbath means. And of course, most uh, churches believe Sabbath is Sunday. Well, Sunday is the first day of the week. Saturday. Sabbath is truly on Saturday. And if you're following the Hebrew Sabbath, it's from Friday night to Saturday night. Mm-hmm. I think that's right. Yeah, Friday night to Saturday night. Friday evening sunset to Saturday evening sunset. That would be the Sabbath. Now, I don't have a problem taking naps during that time. <laughs> but it is it is about a different kind of rest. It's not about sitting around on your couch watching uh, Hallmark all day. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, it's about a perpetual rest seven days a week, 24 hours a day. You think a lot of Christians are missing that boat about redemption and about and they're getting into works and uh, things like that? I absolutely do. I believe the church teaches something that's not that deep. Yeah. <clears throat> and this is not to be insulting to any churches out there. Please don't misunderstand me. And what we do here is is very similar. But a lot of churches teach that as long as you just say the prayer, then you're okay. A lot of people say that prayer, but then they come back six months later and say the prayer again, and they come back six months later and they say a prayer again. Redemption is about change that does not go away. Redemption is about change from the inside out, not from the outside in. When someone looks at you and says, oh, wow, he's down there saying the prayer during our revival, then he must be saved. Wait, he's down there six months later saying the prayer. He must be saved again. And a lot of times it's just about numbers. How many people can we get saved? not how many people are actually brought to Christ and redeemed. Huge difference. And when Scripture says, you you know Revelation better than I do, but when Scripture in Revelation, I believe, says that there are some who think they're known and they're just not. Mm -hmm. Because I think the key to it is not knowing the demons know who God is. Remember, the demons know who Jesus was. I mean, it's really kind of about a heart change, right? Yes, it is. That's exactly right. It's about a heart change. It's about changing, letting him take the reins of our life and redeeming us. Look up the word redeem. And Mm -hmm. it is really, truly about a spiritual change, not a physical change. Mm -hmm. So, gifts. Well. mm First Corinthians chapter 12. Okay, well, thank you. 
Ooh, well, you kind of did a great podcast for me to just talk about salvation, like we were just talking about, and no, giving people done. the opportunity. Mm, no, what do you want to say? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we could go on forever. Do you want to really? Pretty much. Do you have no. something else? Mm-mm. No, that's that's pretty much it. Uh, we do uh, kind of say a prayer with you, but like Robert said, it's a heart change and. Um, uh, you just have to believe in your heart that Jesus died on the cross for you and repent of your sins and um, believe that, you know, he rose from the dead and sits at the right hand of the father and um, that he cleanses your sins because he died on the cross. So me, real quick before you go to the prayer, a couple yeah. of things, because they sound that when we say them and I'm as I say them too, but when we say the words like, um, uh, what'd you just say? <laughs> about Jesus dying on the cross for you? Yeah. Uh, well, even the word sin, people don't necessarily understand what that means. Uh, cleansing, uh, you know, what, is, what does this particular mean? And if you, the, the beginning of the podcast, we talked a little bit about that because we have a nature that is in opposition to God. We have a nature and sin, the word sin literally means to miss the mark, the mark set by God. And that idea of perfection of uh, completion is is not done until we make this change and we are redeemed from the inside out redeem is another word it just you know so it's a churchy word uh but it's really about changing and you said the word repent repent's another kind of churchy word but if you understand what it actually means it means to turn the other direction so you're walking one way in your life and that that life has a nature that's against in opposition to God. And you say, I don't want to be this way anymore. I accept who you are, that you died on the cross for me, that you now are living inside of me and you turn. And it's, and it's not just, it is a physical thing because I went through it just like everybody else accepts Christ. You go through a physical change where you're no longer doing what you were doing before because inside you don't have the desire to go against God, to rebel and to war against God. You now have the desire to please him. Uh, but, but you got to understand, you're already pleased. He's already pleased with you. When you accept him, he's seeing you through his son and his son's sacrifice. So you are now perfect and complete. Wow. Would you like to say the prayer today? No, I think I, I love it when you do. Seriously, I do. <laughs> I, I really do. I love it when you do it. Well, if y'all want to accept Christ, and um, just bow your heads with me. And you can just pray with me. Lord, I pray that anybody who wants to just would bow their heads. If they can't bow their heads, that doesn't matter, Lord, just that they would say these words. And really, it's no magic words. It's about the heart. Say, dear Lord, thank you for saving me, Lord. I believe that you were sent to the cross. You were a perfect man and that you died on the cross for me. And suffered for me, Lord, for my sins. My sins were up on that cross, Lord. I thank you for that, Lord. I believe that you rose from the dead and sit at the right hand of the Father right now, Lord, as we speak. And I can have a real relationship with you, Lord. It's not pretend. It's not fake. It's not anything like that. I can have open communication with you. Thank you for that. I repent of my sins, And I accept you into my heart wholeheartedly. I believe in you. I believe in the Father. I believe in the Holy Spirit. I just pray that all would come in me and change me and make me and mold me into a new person. 
and bring me closer to you and reveal yourself to me in a way, Lord, that I can understand and help me understand the words of the Bible. I just pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Before we go, uh, the last time that you allowed me to do the podcast, which is always surprising to me that you actually allow me to. (laughs) uh, But the last time you allowed me to, at the end of it, we talked about taking four breaths. We had a great response from that, Mm -hmm. uh, from a lot of people. So what I want to do is the two scriptures I talked about, I'm about to mention. And if you are in a stressful situation, Mm -hmm. if you're in a position where you don't know what to do next, then I want you to go to Genesis 2, 7 Mm -hmm. and to John 20, 22 and read what God has done for you and then take those four breaths and say, I love you. Thank you, Mm -hmm. Jesus. Yes, that did get a lot of response. So thank you, Robert, for thank you, Missy. Putting up with me. I'm and always surprised I'm here. <laughs> I'm surprised I'm here too. So <laughs> <laughs> we're equal on that part. But um uh, thank you. You always uh I don't even know how to say it. You always help me grow. The uh, thank you for that. Isn't it astounding because uh, that God I mean we walked in here with basically nothing to talk about and thirty minutes later. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. I love it when he does that. And we could actually go on. We but could. People get bored after 30. We're at 30 minutes right now, so we got to go. Well, and uh, if you want to <laughs> do the. What were you talking You wanted to do it, uh, the next one on something else. So we can tell everybody, they can see a preview. You know, I always come up with something like God's timing is one. I want to talk about uh, works versus That's faith it. and all that. I mean, there's a ton of them. Yep. So quit talking. We need to go. These okay, have, we gotta they go. have to go to their jobs. <laughs> Bye, Love y'all. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening to our podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it. Are you interested in listening to more episodes? Check us out on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeart, and Spotify. Do you have a question you'd like us to chat about? Email us at swduthink at gmail.com. We have new episodes every Monday. See you next time.